The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Day one of the NFL draft is in the books, and there were no trades from the San Francisco 49ers. I'm excited. You're excited. I got the one and only John Chapman in the building, and we're ready to kick off day two. Let's get this joint popping, baby! Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. The one and only John Chapman is in the building. What's going on, baby? Dude, last night was incredible. Uh, the draft, I freaking love it. Niners didn't trade up like you talked about. All those rumors about all the players leaving, and here we are. Um, much ado about nothing, as usually is the case with certain media members. And I'm ready for day two, baby. Ready for re- day two. Well, now, John, it's funny because I don't know if you had a cup of coffee in between the time we did the intro. Right. Because, guys, if you would have saw us behind stage, <laughs> we were asleep. Okay? We were waiting. It was the longest countdown to hit the start button. Listen, John and I, Peachy, my man Chuck, we were on last night for over four hours and brought you draft coverage. And it was amazing, right? Because you got to see us not get a pick. Right, John? I think that's what made it boring. What was the most one of the most interesting things about uh, last night's first round in the draft that probably something we've never seen before? Which Man, your all the trades. Wow. It was, it was, they were freaking packing them in there. And I, I loved certain teams got jumped. The Cowboys got screwed over. The Jets got screwed over in the trades. I, I thought that was hilarious. Um, and so th- that was a lot of fun. Just trade, trade, trades. Uh, Cardinals. I hate the Cardinals. And I think that they did something really smart. Um, building first round draft capital for next year. That was really, really smart by them. And so a lot of movement. We like trades. Trades are always fun and excited for day two because I think we're going to have a lot more. Yeah. a lot. Right. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. I'm, I can't wait till tonight. It's going to be fun. I know we don't draft till late. Technically, that doesn't mean that the 49ers don't try to move up. Uh, I, it's going to be fun to watch. I can tell you that right now. John, you're going live tonight, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll be live all day, too. And uh, you're going live tonight as well. So we, we've got you covered everywhere. We got you covered, guys. So you're going to have to open up two different browsers. I would ask you get Internet Explorer, Firefox, whatever. <laughs> have the John 49ers rush on one and, and and nothing but Niners and the Wayne Breezy on the other. All right. So that's what you're going to want to do. You're going to want to watch both shows simultaneously. You can put captions on one of them <laughs> if you, if you need be. All right. 
Uh, look, John, um, I'm really excited about this and what's about to go down with the San Francisco 49ers. They have a plethora of picks. They have 11 draft picks. And, you know, I'm okay if they stay pat at 11 players. I mean, we need the players on the roster anyways. Um, do you still think after what you witnessed in the first round, there's going to be a lot of depth that's going to fall to the 49ers? Oh, do you so do you feel like we should continue to draft that with eleven picks, or do you think the 49ers may possibly still try to move up? Um, I, I want to move up and to move down. I want to stick with that. Uh, if if one of these kind of top fifty, top sixty players falls to that seventy five range, I want to get aggressive and go grab them. But if you do that, I also want to jump back because I think. What the 49ers have been so successful at with all these late-round picks, I don't want to sacrifice that. So I don't care if the picks – this might sound blasphemous. We have three fifth-round picks currently. I would be fine jumping up, losing one of those fifth-rounders. If we drop back and pick up like a sixth, that's something that I would like because I want the dart throws. I don't care necessarily exactly where they are. I know they've been great in the fifth, but – I want I want to be aggressive up and be smart getting down to keep the amount of chances that the 49ers currently have. Now, I I don't know if I, I look, I'm so infatuated with the 49ers drafted in the fifth round. Like I don't want to see them move out of the fifth round. I'm okay with dropping back and giving up a third and getting a fourth, but getting a sixth, the 49ers really don't hit the nail on the head drafted in the sixth round. I mean, like, we got Elijah Mitchell in the sixth round. But, I mean, look how that's panning out. Uh, we got one good year out of him. You know what I mean? But uh, hopefully he's healthy and he's good to go this year. Uh, but I, I don't know if I want to drop back into the sixth. We got a, got four seventh-round picks. Maybe we package some of those joints up and maybe move up and get another sixth or something like that or take a seventh and a, and a third and try to move up in the third. I don't know. I don't mind moving up in the third or dropping back in the third. I don't know if I want to give up those fifth-round picks. It just seems like from our 49er draft history, since Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch take, has taken over, right, it just seems like those that round, that round is the money round. Do you really want to give up the money round? What? Okay, so let me ask you if you prefer this. We already have three third-round picks next year. Would you rather part with one of the future 2024 picks because we have a first rounder, a second rounder, three thirds, three thirds. Like we've got a lot of picks next year. I totally forgot about the future, John. Uh, I'm so stuck on <laughs> you and now. Kyle shed ahead. Both. We all could be gone by Sunday. Right. <laughs> so I'm thinking about right now. Right. And so, but no, because that plays a big factor and what the 49ers may do in the draft. So there are three third-round picks next year. You can move on for some of those guys. Like, you know what I mean? And so, interesting. Interesting that you brought that up. Interesting that you brought that up. I'm, I'm glad you you are where you are. I just don't want to give up those fifth-round picks, John. I, I just – it's something about us drafting in the fifth round. We're not always all on the money. Like, I'm hoping Samuel Womack pans out this year. You know, he's a fifth-round pick. Usually they do. Uh, and he's, he had flashes that he was going to be – uh, somewhat of a good player for the 49ers so we'll see what happens this year uh, but there's some really good because of the way that the depth has fallen and a lot of players didn't get that that was supposed to go first round didn't get drafted in the first round which means now they're going to get pushed to the second round and perhaps early top third round the 49ers may need to trade up in that third round to get one of those premier players that have first or second round grades somebody's going to be there. I mean, we're already starting to see it develop where these guys are 
I have Joey Porter as a top 10 player on my board. I, I don't know what out. happened there, um, but he's still available. Will Levis, he dropped the quarterback. You've got the best guard in the class, Osiris Torrance. Jalen Hyde, if you want a deep threat, I don't think the Niners do. Uh, we already have Danny Gray. He's a better version of Danny Gray, but he's still there. The best center in the draft. You've got elite tight ends out the walls. Like, there are still so many guys available there. Now, I think it's a little too much for the Niners to jump up now. Um, but some of those guys will fall. And whenever they do, that's where you got to look and be aggressive. Right. And so the Niners still got a ways to wait. I don't think they're jumping up in the second, especially not the top half of the second, but there's going to be opportunities to go grab a guy. If you had to grab a guy, if there was a guy and we're going to, we're going to get into this a little bit later. Cause we're going to do a mock draft simulator, uh current one so that everybody can see who was taken already and who may be available. But if there was one guy to trade up to get, who is John Chapman going to grab? Derek Hall out of Auburn edge. That's Derek the guy Hall. that I would want to go get. He's Nolan Smith. I have him ranked ahead of Nolan Smith. Everybody's loving what the Eagles did, and I think what they did was great for their – I mean, they build their strength. I get it. But Derek Hall out of Auburn, in my opinion, is a better football player than Nolan Smith is. Does he have the elite traits? Oh, he's a little bit ticked down just on everything. But he's one of the guys, and then you're looking at tight ends and tackles. There's options there as well. You oh said my. one guy. That was hard for me, Wayne. That that, really I had to I had to make it one guy. And <laughs> shout out to everybody that's watching the show on both channels. We're live on the 49ers Rush channel. And we're live on the Wayne Breezy channel as well. Uh, shout out to everybody out there. Make sure you guys are subscribed to both. All yes. right. All right. Darnell Washington. Will he be the next tight end drafted over your boy Michael Mayer? Um. Yeah, that's weird to me uh, that Michael Mayer is still there. The problem is this. It's it's the problem of scarcity, right? There's so many good tight ends. And everybody was saying, man, we could have four tight ends go in the first round. But there's so much quality. Teams were fine waiting. And so, yeah, it depends on what you want. I think Michael Mayer, I had him really, really high. I don't think that he should be going off the board real early. But we'll just have to wait and see uh, what that looks like. So, But Darnell Washington's incredible. I personally would take um, Mayer considerably ahead of him. He does everything, but we'll see. We're, we're just going to have to kind of wait and see what that looks like. It's going to be awesome. Jim Mitchell, oh, caught the John and Wayne show. What's up from Cambodia? What's going Ooh. on? Uh, thank you for joining the stream. We appreciate you out there. Shout out to all the Breezy's Bunch members. When John is here, I get right to the kit and caboodle of the show. My bad. Uh, but shout out to oh, all the Breezy Bunch thing, members. Man. This is awesome. I, no, because I, it's just... I just we just dive right in, bro. Like that's kind of like what we do. Like it's dive right in. Um, let's talk about the no trades on day one for the 49ers because all the rumors that were going out were about uh, you know, Trey Lance being traded, uh, and and Brandon Ayuk to me was the more realistic day one trade, in my opinion. I didn't feel like Trey Lance was gonna be a day one trade. I didn't feel like anyone was gonna give up a first round pick. But if there was a team that was willing to give up a first round pick, it was gonna be one of those four teams that had ties to the San Francisco 49ers. But we saw Houston kind of blow that out of proportion. They went and got their quarterback, right? The Jets is like they went and got Aaron Rodgers. Those were two teams. The Titans might have been another team. All right. They seemed to have gone a different way as well. And so Trey Lance, the 49ers weren't gonna get whatever the compensation is, whatever the price tag they set out there for the trade they weren't going to get it back and Trey Lance is going to remain a 49er uh in my opinion and in your opinion right 
let's talk about the Brandon Ayuk. I was a little nervous about this one. You weren't. I was. I was hoping that the 49ers wouldn't give up on this guy because of money, and they didn't. So were you surprised? Were you not surprised? What were your thoughts? You know, once once we got into the 20s and you had the four wide receivers go in a row, that was where it would have taken place because you had the wide receiver needy teams. The value of those draft picks kind of match the market value of what Ayuk would be a, a late first or whatever. And so once those took place, I was just like, all right, it's gone. I didn't think it was going to happen because you've got young quarterbacks, Super Bowl windows open. Why would you remove one of those options that you have another cheap year on? Um, if you're going to move on Ayuk, I, I always tell people this, and I understand the logic. Man, we should probably move on Ayuk. Are we going to be able to pay him long term? I understand that rational thinking. I, I get it. But the answer is you don't have to solve that till next year. So Correct. once you look at the numbers, he's cheap this year. He's cheap. He's cheap, he's cheap so, this year, and he's 14, about 14 and a half million next year. So and then next you year, can trade him then if you don't want him. Like if you don't want to pay him, you will trade him next. Oh, I year. see what you're saying. You can trade a player on a, a fifth year option. Fifth year option. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Damn it, we got to do this one more year. Yeah. <sighs> well, okay, because yep, they're not going to extend him until training camp. Until that's training, just what they do, exactly. and that would be training camp of next year, not I, this year. Okay, I see where you're going with that. All right, and that makes more logical sense, right? Like, you get him on the cheap year this year. Next year, you put the tag on him this year. Next year, if he's $14.5 million, you can't work out a deal, you move on, right? You, yep. you find a way to trade him to a different team, and you look for another wide receiver to draft. It's it's kind of kind of sucks for us because we've all fallen in love with Brandon Ayuk because of what he does. Like, he does all the intangible things. Great blocking wide receiver. We went through that exercise on your show. Great blocking wide receiver, can catch the ball. Touchdowns are high. Like, he's over 1,000 yards finally. And how hard is it to be a 1,000-yard wide receiver on this offense, John? It's hard. It's, it's difficult, man. Um, there's not a lot of 1,000-yard receivers, but let alone a run-first team let alone George Kittle, 11 touchdowns. You got CMC getting all that he gets. You got Debo. Like, he even put it out there. He's the fourth option, and he got 1,000 right. yards. <laughs> um, he, was being, he was being facetious, though. Right. But, but I get, I got you. It, it, it fits. And so he's just a perfect fit, and they had to build him into this. You know, I call him Frankenstein because Fred Warner turned him into just an absolute monster that's out there picking fights with middle linebackers now. Like, why would you give up on this? You molded him into exactly what Kyle Shanahan and, you know, he was a finesse wide receiver at Arizona State. Now he's a junkyard dog, and he's blocking his ass off. He's doing everything. He's an Iron Man, led the team in snaps. Why walk away? You got the fit. Be happy with the fit, ladies and gents. It's it, it works. It works. It's like Wayne Breezy's flag. It is freaking badass, <laughs> and it fits. It's the Iron Man flag right there. That that jock oh, looks pretty, man. It's so that, cool. shout out to it's my boy Joe, man. Uh, you know, uh, Dirty Designs nine oh nine on Instagram. If you guys looking to get your own personal stuff made up, that's who you want to hit up. Tell them Breezy sent you. But if you are looking for a flag, let me know. Send me a DM. You can hit me up via Instagram, via Twitter. Uh, or so whatnot, cool. and I'll let you know how much they cost. These are big flags, the three by fives. I did. I suck at measurements, so I had no <laughs> idea what the hell a three by five was. I'm thinking of a postcard or some junk, and so I'm like, "Yo, man, yeah, three by five is cool." But you know, I'm thinking this is the regular size of the flags we get. I got this joint, bro. I was able to wrap my body up in it two times, bro. 
like two times. So they're big flags, guys, and they got those little holes in them. You don't got to poke holes in them. They all come clean. And they're black. I got them in black and red, uh, and then I got them in uh, red and gold, and then gold and red. So we got some different. We got some different options. But John, football season may be over. But the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer? Or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I, I like that, the fact that the 49ers, you know, and, and John Lynch talked about them staying, you know, kind of like, you know, not giving up on Trey and, and, and or Brandon Ayuk. He kind of put it out there, but he also left the, the questions kind of open-ended, which allowed people to come in and say certain things. So it's not like he made it concrete clear. You just either believe everything he says and knows and know him or you don't. And so that's why there was so much, you know, going back and forth with the trading of Trey Lance and people feel like Trey Lance may get moved. But let's talk about day two, because that's the day that matters. Will the 49ers somehow become aggressive? In my opinion, Ayuk, Lance, safe, right? Safe. They're safe. Let's talk about some other players that may be unsafe on day two, you talked about going up, grabbing a guy that could come in and be a, a, a day one, you know, uh, problem, right, in a good way. And so let's talk about any day two guys that you feel like may be moved. Yeah, um, I, I, here's what I think is interesting. If you look at this draft, I had 23 first rounders. Now, again, I don't remove players from my rankings. So, like, if they're medicals or whatever, or not a scheme fit or problems, I keep them on there. So, my number's a little higher than most teams. But second rounders, I got 40 grades. Third rounders, I got 43 grades. This is the strength of this draft now the depth. And John Lynch talked about this. So, if we're talking about like you want to know about Niners players that could be traded, like that's what you're thinking. Yeah. So, Elijah Mitchell. Jawan Jennings, you're looking on cheap rookie contracts that a, a team would want to build upon. Because if you're not going to bring these guys back, 
then those would be the type of guys. Kinlaw comes to mind, but it doesn't make sense. That contract's just not very tradable. Um, it's a strength of the team. But, you know, the two names that come to mind first and foremost for me would be Jawan Jennings, Elijah Mitchell, and maybe Ambry Thomas, but he's more of a day three move guy. Like he might pull like a seventh rounder or something like that. But those types of guys that aren't the man, are you going to bring back Juwan? Are you going to pay three wide receivers? I don't think so. Um, I don't want to see him go, and I don't want any of those players traded, but those would make the most sense to me. Very interesting because when I think about Juwan Jennings and the $945,000 contract for this year, that's a tradable contract, bro. Any team is willing to take that on, and he could become a more focal part in, in, in a different offense, right, where he goes from the number three guy to maybe the number two guy or, you know, on a different offense. I think the, with the wide receivers, the depth in this draft being so deep, you know, there are some guys out there that the 49ers can get on a rookie contract and continue this cycle. So they got their two guys and then they keep that third one in some type of a wheel rotation. So once Debo and Brandon Ayuk start to wither out, and then these rookie guys take on those one and two roles, and then they do it again, and they do it again. It's a system. Yeah, and what the 49ers are doing is pretty damn cool now that I think about it. So Jawan Jennings, uh, what do you think they'll get for Jawan Jennings? Seventh-round pick. Here's here's the, the, the problem, okay? Now, you talk about this cycle the Niners have created. You go back to Kendrick Bourne. The Patriots let out. We tried to trade for Kendrick Bourne before they signed him in free agency. Bill Belichick said that. And so Kyle said, nope, not interested. And that was off of a bad year. That's when the Niners weren't good in 2020, right? So the question is, you're going to get a comp pick if you let him play and let him walk. So you let Juwan Jennings play out this cheap deal. Then he walks and goes signs for $5 million somewhere else. You get like a fifth or sixth round comp pick a year from now. Is it worth getting a fifth or sixth rounder now and not waiting a year versus letting him play and getting that comp pick? Because if you're not going to get a fifth round pick for him, then I'm going to say I'm not really interested because we'll get that delayed fifth or sixth round comp pick in 2025, right? So it's delayed gratification. Um, but, yeah, if you can get me a fifth, now we're talking. But it, se um, it seems like the Niners don't really value picks the way we value. They're, they're not hoarders, excuse me, of picks, right? So they don't mind a delayed gratification. If they can get uh, a fifth in, in a couple of years, which is the money round for the 49ers, that's a good thing. Like yeah. for the Niners, uh, it might hurt them now, but they, again, they can draft a wide receiver. There's going to be tons of wide receivers. Those wait, wait, How many wide receivers went? Four or five in the first round? We had four go. Four we go. had four go, right? And so, like, there are tons of other first-round wide receivers still left and still available. Yeah. It's crazy. So that means a guy that I like, like a Jonathan Mingo or, or Jaden Reed, can easily fall to the third round. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And those are guys that could come in and be scheme fits. Like, bam, day one, you line them up in the slot. Boom. And remember, two wide receivers that more than likely may not come back to the 49ers after this particular season. Jawan Jennings is one of them, and then Ray Ray McLeod. Yeah, there's lots of fits. If you need a slot guy, now the Niners are interesting because they went Trent Taylor early. You remember that was a slot guy yeah. when Shanahan. Then they moved away with that. Jalen Reed or Jalen Hurd. They would be the bigger Kendrick slot Bourne. guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. If you want the bigger slot guy, those guys do exist. There's not as many. There are so many tiny slot dudes. 
right. so many tiny slot dudes, and I don't think the Niners would do that. At least I hope <laughs> not. All right. So just uh, there's news going out that the 49 and we and that the 49ers that the Lions we talked about this yesterday because the Lions drafted Jameer Gibbs and we all scratched our head and I kept telling you that they were yeah. going to get rid of a running back and right now I believe that the Lions are looking to trade. They're calling teams to trade DeAndre Swift. I do not want to trade for him. No, no, not us. I'm just saying that 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 was the news that right. we talked about yesterday. Not, but I got a couple DMs last night. Like, oh, can we get DeAndre Swift? Can we get DeAndre Swift? Oh, I like, see what you're saying. No, we don't need him. Yeah, he's a little bit. He's as fragile, I would argue, as Elijah Mitchell. He's got more juice and more wiggle. But um, he's not as tough either. I I, I don't know if you've uh, you know, I mean, tough. it doesn't run tough. I mean, last season. He had a couple of good games, but I think what happened was he was being challenged by the toughness of of Jamal. What's his name? The other guy that was Jamal there. Williams. Jamal Freaking Williams, amazing. Right. He was he was the he was the the toughness, and so when you might lose your job, you kind of step it up a little bit, right? And so I think that's kind of like what it was. All right. So uh, day two trades. John says possibly these are not going to happen. We're just saying. Look for guys like Elijah Mitchell, which we didn't touch much on. Um, I can see them. And so these are good flips, right? If the Niners can get a, a fifth for a seven and drafted Juwan in the seventh, and you can get a third and you drafted Elijah Mitchell in the sixth, you can get that's a flip to me. That that's that's how you do it. That's how you do that there. And so what I would do if I was gonna trade one of these guys, not saying they should, but let's say we want to trade Elijah Mitchell, I would offer Elijah Mitchell in the ninety-nine to go jump up to 75, something yes. like that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So a package deal, combo meal, supersize that bad boy. Super king get, size, super king it. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Yeah. And so just a little extra gravy to get up to where you want to go without sacrificing those fifth-round picks. I'd totally be cool with that. Um, but uh, my guess is those guys, Niners aren't known for this, but I guess those guys would be on the roster if I had to bet, but I wouldn't be shocked if they were moved. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious on how the Niners feel about Elijah Mitchell um, after this past season. You know, he couldn't get healthy. It's not his fault. He just couldn't get healthy. And then, you know, not having him in the biggest game of the season, too, probably might have struck a, a, a different type of chord for the Niners. The Niners don't hold on to injured players like they normally have done in the past. They don't mind moving on from players. And so there's a possibility that if they draft a running back and they don't trade Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell could be a guy that may be on the bubble. And I know we don't see that, but look at the running backs. I know we haven't seen anything from TDP and we haven't seen the production from Jordan Mason because he hasn't gotten the playing time, but I'd much rather see durable guys out there. Uh, so that way, you know, it keeps the running back stable, healthy, right? And that's kind of like what it comes down to, just having running backs and so I think we draft the running back in this draft. I hate to say it. I don't think we wait till you've the You've been adamant on You've been very I consistent just, on that. I don't know what round it's going to be, John. Let's talk about that round one. Let's recap it. Any other surprises? You talked about the trades earlier. There were there were several trades. Uh, any other teams surprise you with any of their picks in round one? Yeah, I, you know, Detroit, who we already talked about, I really didn't like that pick at all. Um, <laughs> it didn't make sense. I, <laughs> I didn't like Jack Campbell either. So I, I really disagree with the Lions' philosophy on team building. I thought it was awful. They 
drafted two top 20 guys and went after the least important positions in the NFL, running back and off-ball linebacker. I did not like that. Um, I thought that the Packers had a chance to help out their young quarterback. They went edge again and kind of overdrafted Lucas Van Ness, who I really liked, but 13th overall. Did not like that one bit. Um, let's see here. Another pick that I kind of didn't like. I didn't like Nolan Smith edge. Uh, really? I've been adamant on this. I think it's it's a fine pick. The position's great. I was not high on Nolan Smith at all. Um, everybody else loved him after the combine, and we always get these guys. But, man, I had Nolan Smith in the 50s. Um, yeah. It's a fit, and they'll develop them, and they love I, Georgia that's, guys. That was exactly what I was going to say, John. But everybody wants to, like, say the Eagles dominated, and I get that. But, you know, whenever they picked him, there were four edge guys I had ranked higher. Um, and so we'll see here. The film's not amazing on him. That's all I got to say. But pick 30, we're being picky there. We're being picky there. I mean, when you're a team that's kind of dominant, don't you draft for fit? Like, if, if there's a specific player that has a specific skill set that fits your team. Like Liam I, Neeson, specific set of skills. Specific, I swear I was going with this, bro. I ah. <laughs> Take it. You set it up too Take good. It. Take it. Um, but, John, the, the, I know a lot of people don't like the Nolan Smith. My my good friend, uh, George, he's kind of saying some of the things you were saying about Nolan Smith. Cause, I mean, he's a Cowboys fan, so I expected the hate. But... He was kind of giving some of the same points that you were giving out about Nolan Smith, but I tried to remind him. I was like, listen, he's like the perfect fit. I mean, listen, Hassan uh, Reddick, Nolan Smith, it's like the same player. Like, literally, I mean, Hassan Reddick's light years ahead of him, but when you look at their ability to line up on the outside, and they just have speed. We watched what Hassan Reddick did to the 49ers over and over and over again. There's not another uh, defensive end that would have been able to make that play. Not lined up where he was. Like, you know what I mean? And so now that I'm going to double get... tied into his side. So it's not even a wide nine. That's a wide 11. It's a wide 11, was, bro. Like, it was pretty uncanny what he did. And, and just a terrible block by by uh, Kraft. Tyler Croft. Yeah. yeah. Croft. But, but, but the thing is, he had the speed. Nolan Smith is faster. He is. And so it's just it just seems like a perfect fit. I'm not saying that they killed the draft. They crushed the draft. I thought they drafted uh, where I thought they would draft. I, 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 I thought they would go and kind of fill the voids of the pieces that they lost in free agency. And that's what they did. That's what they did. And so I feel like the Eagles did pretty damn good in the draft. Not to be a hater or anything like that. No, it's uh, great. It's great. I, I don't want to say like my thing is. I'm I'm not saying they did bad. I'm saying I'm not crowning them like an A plus in this draft like everybody else is. They got guys that fell. I can't at wait to get your grades. premium positions. So we're gonna, we're gonna do draft grades in this in a second, and I can't wait to see what you give these teams uh, that drafted in the first round the grades. Uh, and I got to make sure I write these down because I want to make some graphics out of them. All right. So uh, my surprise in the draft would be the New York Jets pick. Uh, Will McDonald the fourth. Now I, I'm high on the kid. I just I didn't too. think that he would go in the first round. He was sick during the combine, so he really didn't get a chance to participate. Not the yeah, the combine. He did have a great Senior Bowl again. And guess who was at the Senior Bowl? Guess who coached the Senior Bowl? Like one of the Jets coaches. See what I'm saying? I wish people would pay a little bit more attention to the things that come out of our mouths, John. We're trying to tell everybody the Senior Bowl is where it's at. I promise next year I'm going to be more active. This year at the Senior Bowl, I was soaking it in. 
it, it, I was, I was, I like I was a kid in a candy store, or deer in headlights. I was just soaked everything in. I enjoyed every day. I took in much knowledge. I barely network. I didn't try to talk to people unless they talked to me. And except for Johnny Dell, that's him and I connected. It was over. But uh, next year, I do plan to be out there and and do a little bit more insight and get insight with the players and things like that. I got a bunch of stuff on the phone I never even released. But the Senior Bowl to me is where it's at and you spoke about how you got nfl coaches running nfl plays and that's the biggest game of the year that these these kids can go out and and uh you know you know show and prove who they are and what they can do and speaking of a kid that Who's didn't show it. up yes that didn't accept the invite will levis let's talk about that are you surprised that he didn't go on the first round yeah, that's the invite he shouldn't have accepted is going to the NFL draft. That's what he should have left that one unopened. <laughs> he should have went to the senior bowl. But I'm giving him a hard time. He's got to get drafted. He's got to be he's got to be just fine. But yeah, you know, he was the favorite to be the number 2 overall pick at the time of the draft. Uh, my bookie all those places, he had the best odds to go number 2 overall out of everybody. And sure enough, here we are still on the board after 31 picks and I don't think I, I don't want to be rude I think he's got a while to wait because unless the team trades up, listen to these teams that start the draft off Pittsburgh Cardinals, Lions, Colts. They already got their guy Rams, maybe um, Seahawks Raider. Like he's going to be waiting. Like, so unless the team trades up, he's going to be waiting for a little bit. 41 I, Tennessee would probably be the, the clearest fit, but I think they go ahead and hooker there. Yeah, if, I would too. Yeah. I, I I don't even think he and and it and it's to his own demise. Like right, the kid had the opportunity to come out and prove. You know, the combine is excellent, right? The combine is cool. You know, it's kind of like you measure your abilities and all these different types of things. But you don't got no damn pads on, John. And there's not eleven people coming after you. You know, and so it's a little bit different. At the Senior Bowl week, they practice your individual drills. Then there's, you know, the seven on sevens, the 11 on 11s. Like, that's where people are really trying to see what you can do. And I feel like quarterbacks like Jake Hayner and some of those guys that were out there, the Max Dugans and those guys, their draft stock either rose or kind of decreased a little bit, but they got a chance to participate at that particular game on that particular, you know, level. And that's what's going to help them interesting so will levis man he has a probably a long wait and he was there for first round john first pick on the board you said is the pittsburgh steelers it's got to be joey porter jr there right? i hope so it, when they traded up i was mad man i said it on the live show i was like my heart wants it to be joey porter but the reason why they jumped up was to grab a tackle um over the jets i think it was the jets that they jumped up over it was uh, smart though it was, yeah, smart, it was smart to do that it was smart I, man, I just really like that kid's tape. And, man, we got the guys. You see Lee Gallon. We got Lee and Paul in the chat. This is awesome, man. What's up, guys? We bring them together, man. I love yep. it. Hey, man, when we join forces and we stream on both networks, that's the that's where it's at. Like, you know, not supposed to end this sentence with a preposition, but I don't care. It's my show. But that's where, where it is. You, you know what I mean? Hey, John, let's do some round one grades, all right? So, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let's go with the first pick, Carolina Panthers. I gotta write this down. I gotta, I gotta, because I gotta make a graphic. So, Carolina Panthers. Now, they draft Bryce I'm Young. doing this off the cuff, and I'm going to be harsh. Okay. Now, I, I want was you nice to be as harsh as you want to be. Okay. B minus. You gave him a B minus. B minus. You don't trade up for a five ten quarterback. Um, I like. 
I like Bryce Young. He's awesome. He, he was the number five player on my board. I get it. He's great. You don't trade up. C.J. Stroud should have been the guy. I could be wrong, but um, yeah, I just I don't like the trading up for the tiny quarterback. If you take him because he's there and you had him higher, that's cool. Trading up for him, that's a whole different thing for me. I'm going B minus. All right, I'm going with a B, a solid B. I think the kid still has good skill sets, and I think he's going to oh, be able. To, yeah, he's going to come in here and 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 you know eventually be become a dynamic quarterback in the NFL. In spite of his size and and things like that, the kid is a good football player. So I give him a B. I think it's a pretty solid pick. I mean, it's a quarterback that you can't really go wrong with. I personally would have gave him an A if they would have went with C.J. Stroud because I just felt like he was the better Same. quarterback in Same. this draft. You know what I mean? So speaking of Stroud, let's go to number two, which was the Houston Texans, C.J. Stroud. Man, you got the number one and two player on my big board. Like, from the start, they got the best two players in this draft. And this is a draft that lacks blue chip talent. They got two. I love that. However, I'm going A minus because they gave up their first round pick next year, not the Cleveland Browns. This is not a roster that is ready to compete. That could be a top five pick next year. That's what bothers me. That is a possible Caleb Williams pick. Now they went CJ Stroud, so probably not going to go quarterback again. But that is huge, and I hate that it went to the freaking Cardinals. I'm so pissed about that, man. The Cardinals, I do not want them to get Caleb Williams. That's all I care about right now. Like, I, like I don't want that dude in there, so I'm going A minus. But two blue chip players, number one and two in my on my big board. Okay, so I'm going to go with an A. Um, I do understand your theory and all that stuff, and it, it makes perfect sense, logic sense. But listen, they got the best quarterback in this draft. They're all in on this kid. Uh, and they and they're gonna build around it. They're gonna, they, they're gonna build the defense. They're gonna build the offense. You can tell what D'Amico is doing. He was very aggressive in this particular draft. They did have to give up their first round pick to get uh, to jump up, but I, I I like this right because they ended up trading, and and they and, and now they got their next pick. They get their next pick. They come back to three, which I didn't see. I don't know if anybody else saw that happening, but then now they're at three. And then they grab Will Anderson, and you gave that a what? Oh, sorry. I graded it as a whole. I apologize. Oh, oh okay. My bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I gave the team as a whole the A- minus just because they lost, which could be a top five pick next year. But basically trading almost three first-rounders, essentially, for to go yeah, get Will kinda, Anderson, which I like. Kind of like what we did, right? It is, which usually happens for a quarterback, not a premium edge rusher. But That's a good point. But that's why I was saying they took – because remember I kept saying, don't take the quarterback here, get the edge rusher, and if you want to trade back up like for the quarterback, you can do so. You know? You're right. So if you're if we're doing individual grades per player, I'm going A-plus C.J. Stroud, and then I'm going B-plus Will Anderson just because I didn't like the trade parameter. You didn't like the trades. You're factoring in but the trade. But I love I the you. player. Love the player. Just didn't Understood. like the trade. We can, so, yeah, let's just go – let's go individual because I don't – I don't. Cool. We, no we can go team. Let's go oh. Anthony Richardson to the Colts at four. I'm going to go A-plus. Not because I like Anthony Richardson, but because they sold everybody on the Will Levis BS <laughs> package, and they convinced everybody they were taking Will Levis. They sat pat, and they got – the alien, as Anthony Richardson refers to himself, uh, I am. I'm not going to lie. Like I freaking loved. They pulled one over the whole league. Uh, so I'm going to A plus there. That was awesome. They stayed pat, got their guy, and convinced the league they were doing something totally different. 
I want a solid A here. Look, I, they're going to bring some athleticism to their offense, which is something totally different than what we're, they're used to seeing. I can guarantee you those offensive linemen are going to have a good time out there. Uh, they got a run game. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot about Jonathan Taylor being a part. He didn't play much last year. Uh, but they're going to have some fun. Oh, my gosh. Richardson and Taylor on the same offense? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go Seattle with the Weatherspoon pick at number five. A lot of people are going to give them the highest grades possible, and I completely understand that. The players that they got were incredible. Devin Witherspoon, a lot of people's number one corner. He was number three for me. Jackson Smith and Jigba at pick 20. That was my number one wide receiver, but he's a slot guy. Uh, they do use three wide receivers almost exclusively, so that's okay there. Um, I'm going to give them a solid A, uh, not an A+. Building the trenches is my philosophy. That is not Pete Carroll's philosophy. They build from the outside in. Um, and so you look at teams that have had sustained success, uh, the 49ers, the Eagles, you know, these teams that build in the trenches. That's not who the Seattle Seahawks are. Um, but they like stars and they like to sell tickets and they like the outside. So they got a, a corner that's going to be fun and they got a slot wide receiver that's going to be fun. Uh, they got better today for sure. I like that. I gave him an A as well. Let's go to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they drafted probably or arguably one of the best tackles in the draft, Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, what are you giving them? I'm giving them an A plus because Paris Johnson Jr., number one tackle on my board. It's who Kyler Murray wanted, which I don't really care too much about that. But they also got all those picks for the future. So you have to put the trade and the player together. Uh -huh. And so... They are now loaded to rebuild. And every single 49ers fan in the world, you are now a Houston Texans fan. If you weren't, those guys need to win six games. Um, that's That needs to happen to push that pick higher up. I do not want Caleb Williams in this division. Let's go Raiders. Tyree Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, uh, you see edge. Coach Cruz's comment. We got some fun comments in the chat, some uh contributions. You yeah. see what Coach Cruz put in there? I didn't. <laughs> I, I see it now. I'm gonna I'm gonna do those, save these to the end. Oh, y'all gotta wait for this one. This is gonna be fun. Okay, Las Vegas Raiders. They're interesting. Uh they got Tyree Wilson, which I don't mind that. Like, I had him, I think he was, like, number 11 on my board. A lot of people ha had him as the number one edge. But they already have Max Crosby. They already have Chandler Jones. They had so many needs to protect their quarterback, and they just didn't do it. So I'm going A-minus here. Um, like, I get it, premium position, but you got to protect Jimmy Garoppolo, or we know what happens. And that offensive line is not good. I agree with you, John. Um, like, it, it just... I, di I didn't understand the pick. I mean, I, and and what was funny was in a mock draft, I drafted an edge and I got yelled at because they didn't need the edge. Yeah. And then they went with an edge. It's so funny how I knew they were going to go edge because they were going to do what Raiders do. That was the whole reason why I picked the edge. They just do dumb, dumb. shit. Dumb. <laughs> you could have got Skaronsky, could have got Darnell Wright. You could have made Jimmy G like a formidable, like stand-up quarterback back there and protected him with bookends. Could have, could have. But instead, they went with a number three edge. Uh, what was your grade again? A minus. Gotcha. So I gave him. A, I gave him a B minus. I mean, I, I I know he's a great edge rusher, but I just felt like that's not where they should have went. Not at seven. 
Uh, they could have gotten somebody to protect their quarterback. And when yep. they're not winning games because Jimmy needs all the protection in the world, they'll understand. Yep. Um, let's go with the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going A. I'm going solid A here. B. John Robinson, one of the top players on my board. And here's and again, it's it's similar to why I knocked the Raiders. What are the Falcons doing? They're building to see if their quarterback is going to be the guy in Desmond Ritter. So what do they do? You set him up for success. You build everything around him. You see what you have. And guess what? If Ritter doesn't work out, who gives a damn? You just put another quarterback in there next year. Then you move on. You have the system in place for success for a quarterback. And now we're going to find out because Bijan makes the entire offense better. And he's not just a running back. That dude is a slot wide receiver. receiver. He can do everything. He's like a Christian McCaffrey. It's funny that you said that because I did not have them getting a freaking running back. I gave him an A minus here. Uh, again, I thought they would have went defense. I thought they would continue to build that secondary, make it one of the strongest, most feared secondaries uh, in the league, one of the most feared defenses in the league. I didn't understand the Bijan Robinson pick. I get what you're saying, and maybe this is why they did go Bijan Robinson. But they had a thousand yard running back last year in Algeria. I, I didn't understand why get another one, but he could be he could be a different type of a weapon. Right. So that's probably where they're thinking and where they're going with that. No, John is not being a homer with his Texas crew. No, that's not I had to, I bet this. If you bet with us on our Patreon, I bet this pick and it makes sense. And yeah, I am i I'm a Longhorn fan, but there are a lot of people, you know, Daniel Jeremiah had him top three player in this draft. I did as well. Like I love the fact that when teams are going to see who the hell their quarterback is and leave no question marks. Like, I love that. Like, we're going to figure out. We're going to figure out if, if Ritter's the guy really damn quick. And they paid Tyler Henneke a lot of money to be a backup. And people who kept saying, oh, they're going quarterback, they're going quarterback. I was like, dude, did you see the contract they gave Heineke? No. they're No, they they paid these guys. Good point. But the money tells a story. Whether you like Ritter or not, I don't care about that. But – Man, you're putting elite offensive weapons around this team that are going to be there for a while. I like that. I like the way they're building this team. I really do. Good point, John. All right, let's go with the the, the Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to give them a solid A. Um, I, I might be the only person that doesn't give them an A+. Plus. I gave them uh, an A. Yeah, or oh, we're doing the individual picks. Here we go. So I'll go an A for Jalen Carter. Obviously, the character concerns are gigantic. They took him at nine overall. Probably should have been a top three pick. Uh, Nolan Smith probably should have been a top 20 pick. They waited on value. They got him there. Not my favorite speed edge rusher off the edge on the board. at three others ahead of him. But, man, the Philadelphia Bulldogs, right? That's what everybody's calling them. (laughs) I like that a lot. Let's go to the Bears. The Bears. I told you they were going to take a tackle. This made sense. They were going after Mike McGlinchey. And they decided to me to get one of the best tackles, Darnell Wright, who went higher than Skaronsky and some of these other tackles that were mocked to go really high. Thoughts on the Bears? What did you give them a grade? What grade did you give them? A plus. A plus. Darnell Wright, perfect fit, best right tackle in the class, plug and play. They moved back twice. Remember, they had the number one pick. Yes, they sir. fell back to nine, then they fell back to ten, picked up a whole bunch of extra spots. A plus. This is the way GMs on rebuilding teams with young quarterbacks. This is what it should look like. Now with all those extra picks, I'm taking tight ends, wide receivers, running backs. I'm just surrounding this dude with skill guys, guards. I don't give a damn about the defense right now. The Bears are far away from competing in the playoffs. You have to figure out 
is Justin Fields the guy? You have to. Now, maybe they already answered that question by trading back from one, but remember, Fields' stats, his wins, losses, interceptions, the sacks, those are major concerns. So you surround them, protect them, see if you, those can improve and move forward there. I like it, man. All right, let's go with the Titans. The Tennessee Titans, they drafted Peter Skaronsky. Yeah, um, I like it. I'm going to go A. I felt like this was one of the teams that really needed a quarterback, but they need everything. This roster is devoid of talent. Skaronsky can play everywhere. The problem is they have four guys on their team that are versatile tackle guards that just haven't worked out. I don't think Skaronsky is going to be the fifth guy that's like that, but it's like who the hell's going to play tackle on this team because they got like five guys that can play inside-outside. Where do you put them? Probably going to put them right tackle. That's where I would put them early, but we'll see. I have no clue. Like They are the definition of positionless offensive linemen in today's NFL because they've got five guys that can play all five spots, and it's going to be musical chairs trying to place people where they should be and where they shouldn't be. All right. I gave them an A as well. Let's go with the Lions. They drafted Gibbs and Campbell. So we'll do it together collectively as a team. I'll take yours as a team just to speed up a little bit of time. So at F. 12, they took Gibbs. F. <laughs> and then Campbell, they they took uh, that at 18, they took him. You gave him an F. I gave him at least a D, John. Come on. No, no. Dude, these are the two least valuable positions in the top 20. They reached on both. This does not make sense. I, I just. Now, both these guys play lights out for six years. We'll see, but that, that's what they're going to have to do to match this capital. Sorry, I got to take a drink real quick. Almost died there. No, take <clears> a <throat> drink, man. Look, I gave him a D. Like, you're, you're getting still star-studded quality type of players to come in. Now, how will they fit with the Lions? That's one thing. I did scratch my head a little bit about the Gibbs pick. I thought they should have went tight end here. It kind of made sense to go tight end, but maybe they don't value the tight end. Right. We talked about that last night. But when it came to Jameer Gibbs, I kept saying that he was going to go higher than a lot of people had him projected to go in the second round because of his ability and what he's able to do. He's a quick, shifty guy, uh, sort of like DeAndre Swift and what they had. I think the difference is their mindset. I thought DeAndre was quick and shifty, but he stayed injured a lot, and he kind of just didn't run hard. They're going to get a hard runner out of this smaller running back. I think Gibbs is a pretty damn good pick. He's the reason why I even gave it a D. Yeah. It just today's NFL doesn't make sense. If this was the '80s, awesome, but that's not where we're at. Because the way Jack Campbell plays, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Let's go with the Packers. Luke Van, Lucas Van Ness. I like the player. I like the fit. I had him 15th overall. He went 13th, but I'm gonna go B plus. Um, this is one of the worst offensive skill position teams in the NFL, and you got Jordan Love. And, and again, I, I think we're developing a theme here. I didn't do this on purpose, but no matter if Jordan Loves plays great or bad, well, if he plays great, I think that answers the question. But if Jordan Loves bad this year, I don't think you gave him an honest opportunity to be successful. He has the worst wide receivers in the NFL, bar none. It's not even close. Why would you not surround him with some talent? I just, yeah, I, I just don't see it. And every year they spend picks on defensive players, and their defense sucks regardless. Regardless, like, why not go wide receiver here? Why not shake the game yeah. up a little bit? Finally, give you know some some weapons to your offense. Uh, I just don't get it. Uh, I don't understand the Packers. Let's go with the Steelers. Surprise! They went offense 
and it was an offensive tackle. They got Broderick Jones, though. I'm going A+. Plus. That's a I'm solid going a plus. pick, bro. Well, the, again, strategery, right? <laughs> like, I like that word. They, it's, it's a George Bush fake word, but uh, I love it being from Texas. Strategery. Um, strategery. Um, the fact that they jumped up over the Jets and swiped Broderick Jones was just incredible and probably should give credit to the Patriots, who we'll talk about here in a second. But, I mean, yeah, incredible move right there. I, I freaking loved it. All right, let's keep it moving. We're going to speed this up a little bit. Let's go with the Jets, the green team. Yeah, Game they're green. interesting. Everybody knew what they wanted to do. They wanted to protect the quarterback. They get jumped for Broderick Jones. They go with Will McDonald, which I think was a solid pick. But I really think this should have been a trade-down team. I'm going C+. All right, I gave him a B on that one. So C plus B. Uh, I kind of scratched my head on it, not because of the player and who he is. I just didn't think that they were going to draft an edge. But then again, they're a defensive team, defensive-minded team. They're trying to have that the best right. defense uh, to deal with what they got to deal with with Buffalo. Maybe we, we need to start thinking about their divisions a little bit more when they make these draft picks. Let's go with the Commanders. I'm going to be Emmanuel Forbes. I didn't have him as a high. I, I didn't even have him in my top five cornerbacks, maybe top ten. I mean, he's he's ball skills guy. So if you value turnovers, which Ron Rivera does, I totally get it. But I feel like, again, now we're in that position where it's like, man, it doesn't matter who you take. You're kind of overdrafting because I didn't think any of these these guys that are – this is the problem with this draft. You're out of blue chip guys. So now you're just going with what's left, and I don't like it. I, I feel like every single one of these teams was trying to trade down and they couldn't do it. That's why the trade downs were so cheap. Um, I don't know. Smallest corner weight wise that's ever been drafted. 166 pounds. That scares me. Um, a B. I'll give it a B. But who right. knows? Maybe he gets six picks and leads the NFL in interceptions. Let's go Patriots. They got Christian Gonzalez. I gave this one an A+. He's my number one corner in this draft. And the Patriots finagled back to draft this guy. What are your thoughts? What did you give him? A plus, A plus. <laughs> they traded back and got the number one corner in the draft, in my opinion. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Let's go Bucks. Uh, the Bucks, they grabbed uh, Kalijah Kansi, uh, mm -hmm. defensive tackle out of Pittsburgh. Smaller defensive tackle, plays strong, can get up under the pads. Uh, I gave this like a B plus. Yeah, I'll I'll go A minus. I love that they have their positions outlined with Vita Vea. He's their one tech nose. And then this is your three gap, you know, your three tech, which the B gap player. It's it's perfect fit. It's a perfect pairing. Like I, I kind of like it. If there was anyone Kalaja Kansi was one of the hardest players to place in mock drafts for anybody. And so this just makes sense. They need a quarterback, but I'm not sure Will Levis is the answer. They're just such a weird roster. So building in the trenches makes sense to me. All right, let's go Chargers. Chargers drafted wide receiver, big wide receiver, 6'3", Quentin Johnson. Uh, he, he just looked like a Charger. The moment he stepped onto the field, I just just a Charger. Uh, I give this a B plus. Yeah, I, I, if you want a big, strong wide receiver, you didn't have options. And so, like, <laughs> right. it was this, or you got to get Jonathan Mingo. Like, those are your two options. That's it. Um, which is why I think Mingo is going to go earlier than a lot of people think. But man, I'll go. I'll go B plus. Okay. 
I'll go B plus. They needed it. It made sense. We'll see how he works with uh, Herbert, but I, I, there's a lot of flaws in Quentin Johnson's game, and I we'll see if he can kind of overcome those. All right, you got the Baltimore Ravens. They went Zay Flowers, uh, one of my top five wide receivers in this draft. I gave them an A minus for this. I'm going A plus. Perfect fit. Perfect fit. You know they traded Marquise Brown to the, the Cardinals for a first round pick, which was a steal. Um, Zay Flowers is better than Marquise Brown ever was. Um, and so he's going to fit that role. We saw that fit the space separator with Lamar Jackson long-term. I freaking love this pick. It was a perfect pairing. If I could have picked one team for Zay Flowers to go to, that's best for him. I would have said the Baltimore Ravens. All right. We got a few more guys. All right. We got the Vikings also went wide receiver. All right. They went Jordan Addison. Nice compliment to Justin Jefferson. So, uh, J a, and JJ, what are your thoughts? I gave this an, an A. Yeah, I, I'm going A minus. I wasn't the biggest on Jordan Addison's tape, but he can play outside and create space, even though he's small. So I'm going A minus here. Um, yeah, he's he's a fun player. I, I think this would be good. He'll have a little bit of a learning curve, but he he's going to do just fine there. Let's go Giants. Giants went cornerback Deontay Banks from Maryland. All right. Um, I I gave the. <laughs> I, I thought they should have went Joe. If they were going to go cornerback, I thought they would go Joey Porter. I gave this a B. Yeah, I'm going to go A minus. I like Banks. They're building on speed. Wink Martindale. He loves his corners. I mean, we knew it was going to be a corner. We just didn't know which one. So A minus for me. All right, Buffalo Bills went Dalton Kincaid. First tight end off the board. Only tight end in the first round. Buffalo Bills. Now they'll have him and uh, Dawson Knox, I believe, as their tight ends. Uh, what did you give this one? <clears throat> I'm going to go A- minus because they jumped the Cowboys and took their player, which I love. I probably would have gave this a B. I'm not the biggest Dalton Kincaid guy. Uh, he's a spread offense-only player, not physical at all, injury history, but playmaking ability through the charts. And if you're jumping to still Jerry Jones's guy, I'm questioning your ability to pick a guy anyway because I don't want to agree with Jerry Jones on anything. All right, let's keep it moving. Let's go Cowboys. The Cowboys, they took Mozzie Smith. Defensive tackle out of Michigan. They get a big guy in there, plug the middle, stop the run. Uh, I gave them an A-. minus. Hmm. I'm going to go solid B. Um, it, it's a perfect scheme fit. Lack of production is a major concern. This was a pick that was, you know, you brought this up on the live show. This is a pick to match with Micah Parsons. That's the whole idea here. But I do not think – I didn't have Mozzie Smith as a first-round player. Um, it, production just not there, but it, it, the fit's perfect. Let's go to Jacksonville Jaguars, Anton Harrison, which I had higher on my board than you had as far as offensive tackles. Uh, Oklahoma, uh, Jacksonville drafted Anton Harrison. What did you give this one? I'm going to give it an A. Trade back, trade back, trade back. Get a perfect scheme fit. Uh, you know, protect your quarterback. So I, I, I like it. I really do like the way they did it. Balky did pretty well here. Uh, just going to be on First time I ever. Like I don't like okay. Uh, you could, it's okay. Miles Murphy to the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, this is a B plus for me. Yeah, I, I'm going A minus. I'm not the biggest Miles Murphy guy, but that's where we're at in the draft. I thought safety would have been a better pick here, but that's okay. Right. They lost their safety. Saints went with uh, defensive tackle Brian Breesey. Uh This is an A minus for me. I'll go B plus. They've got a lot of holes on their team. Um, I thought Edge would have been the play there. I thought that's where the value was, but you know Brian Brees is a good player, so we'll go B plus. But 
I don't really like what the Saints did right here. Uh, thought they had too many needs elsewhere, but that's okay. And then the Chiefs capped it off with Felix Anudaiki Uzoma. I want to go A minus. Uh, it just you take what falls to you. They they do this every year. You just take what's there. And my favorite thing is they didn't get Jordan Addison. That was the one place I didn't want him to go because he would have been perfect with uh, Patrick Mahomes. And I'm so glad he didn't get him. I'm very thankful for that. I am too. All right, let's go ahead and do these super chats because they've been waiting patiently and I want to get to them. So I'm going to do the foghorn for everybody right now. We're going to get the super chats going. It's the super chat segment of the joint. All right, now check this out. My man Eddie G in the place to be says, I say use your picks to trade. If someone is there, don't end up like the Cowgirls. Great show last night, and I look forward to the Niners picks tonight. Shout out to Eddie G, man. Appreciate you, family. Thank you. Thank you. I, I agree with him. Uh, like, like, and that's but. But John said that he said, "Look, we try to move up all the time. Like, you know, yep. we're trying to move around. We're trying to do this. We're trying to do that. So we'll see what happens. All right. But don't overpay. Don't but overpay. Don't over freaking pay. Jax Knox is in the building. She, she says it's draft day for us. Let's go, Wayne and John. Great show last night. The best to do it. I hope we get Jair Brown. I he'll be available. No safeties went in the first round. They will go in the second round, though. Yeah, it's time. Every year, running backs, off-ball linebackers, safeties fall, unless you're the Detroit Lions. Um, they fall <laughs> all the time. Uh, and so, yeah, they're going to be available there. I don't know if Jair will be there, but, man, I would love for him to be on this team. I don't value safety, but I do value Jair Brown a lot. He would be perfect fit for the 49ers, too, by the way. Coach yep. Cruz is in the place to be. He says, I talked to Shane. Is it Steichen's? Steichen. Steichen's uncle a few weeks ago as he owns a spot store in Northern Cal. Uh, he hinted at Richardson. I should have used my bookie. Dang it. You should have. You should have, man. You would have got paid there. Everybody had Will Levis going. Everybody did. Everybody. Everybody. Me too. I mean, yeah. it, I just thought he looked like he's fit that particular organization as a quarterback. You know what I mean? I thought he was the perfect fit for them. They were going to go, you know. Not Andrew Luckish, but they were going to go back to that type of style of quarterback play. Instead, they decided to go after the athletic, the the guy that could come in and make big plays. This is going to be so awesome, so awesome to watch. Uh, Tim Robinson. Shout out to Tim, man. Good morning, gentlemen. You anticipate any big moves by us today, John? Any big moves by us today? Not too much. I'd say watch pick 75. If the Niners are going to move, that's where it's going to be the red-hot territory. So once 75 gets on the board, that's where my ears are going to perk up, and that's when I'm, like, on high alert, right, like ready for something to go. So that that's the territory I want to see. There you go. Uh, as, as far as me, I just I just want to see them draft right the right players. That's, that's all I care about. I don't I don't know if we get big moves. I'm hoping there's no trades. I'm hoping we bring back the, the guys that, you know, that we've had I, this team, these players, I want them to win a Super Bowl so bad. So I'm hoping none of our players on our team gets traded. I don't mind if they trade a picker here or, or two uh, to do what they need to do to get better. But that's what the 49ers are going to be doing. They're going to be looking to see ways that they can improve their team now and for tomorrow. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they attack the draft on today. Will they be aggressive? Will they stay passive? Because that's the way the board is falling to them. Sometimes yeah. that's just how it works, man. That's just the way it is. You know what I mean? So we'll see what happens. John, uh, do you have time to do one more exercise or do we need to get out of here? 
Let's go. And we just Let's got a it. good trade question, too, coming okay. through. All right. So pop up that trade question. All right. And we'll get that going. Let me just get rid of this. Real it won't quick. let me no, pop it up. You, you're the control man. Got you. All right. I'll pop up the trade question. All right. Where is it? Who is it? Uh, Kane317. Uh, it's All a right. super chat. There it is. Here we go. That's the easiest way to see these. All right. Kane317. Ryder Elite RC. What's going on, family? As a Titans fan, would you trade for our two? and give us uh would you trade trey for our two and give us him and 75 big no hard no i wouldn't do trey straight up for your two um i i like that's ju that's just me so i would say no to both those things we're not going to get an impact player that's going to improve our team i'd much rather keep a 22 year old quarterback i think his value would be higher next year that's my take on it appreciate the super chat contribution kane yeah me too like i if trey doesn't have a couple of first round picks attached to his name. He's not going anywhere. Uh, the 49ers are in the, the the place where they can have their cake and eat it too. They'll still have Brock Purdy recovering. Uh, I think Trey Lance is going to get the green light. Uh, he's going to go out there and show the world what he can do. Uh, and we're going to be, 49er fans will be glad. I can promise you that. It's going to be interesting and exciting to watch Trey Lance go out there and smack everybody in the mouth. All right. Uh, PFF, we want to do this. Uh, current mock draft simulation all right and so if you guys are paying attention they already have done the first round it's already filled in it's current and we're going to draft for the 49ers so it's going to be super quick all right because we only doing uh the three rounds i believe that's what we're going to do uh, i can't remember what i put it on now because we did this at the beginning of the show all right so <laughs> the steelers are on the clock <laughs> all right and let's see if they go joey porter here i'm, I'm interesting to see let me slow it down just a little bit. I'm interesting to see who they they went. Will, Will Levis. Levis. Yeah, this is where uh, PFF of the uh, AI machine kind of goes crazy, a little hectic sometimes. Wow, uh, and that's okay. That's okay. I just want to had... see who's available. Like when we get to our picks. Yeah. All right. Some Ooh. of the same guys. Marvin Mims is there. Corey Trice is there. John, and I and who did I say I wanted? Jaden Reed, but the Browns took him. Right before us. Right before Mother us. Mother truckers, yo. All right, John. With with knowing who's available, like the top players, Tajay Spears is there. Nick Saldaveri is there. Why do I get this funny feeling, John? They may not go trenches here. It's possible. Uh, you've been big on running back and safety. You like those two positions. Um, I don't know why. I just feel like they never address them early, and I feel like now they can. You know, it comes time down to a time where you have to go to trenches. You have to do this. You have to do that. The 49ers don't have to. They currently have their, their roster set, and they can draft a tackle that they may feel could come in here and develop and could compete, but it doesn't necessarily have to be one of those top tackles that we miss, which I do want to see who's available. So, John, who and what and what are we picking? What position are we picking? I like Wanya Morris. I like Braden Daniels. There's a lot That's, of guys there that I yeah. like. I'm just going to be honest. Okay. Uh, so, Sal DeVere, Wanya Morris, and Daniels, Like I like those three guys, and I would be fine with either of them in the third round. So at, at 99, who are the 49? What position are the 49ers addressing first? Trenches? Tackle, edge, tight end. Bam. So um, those are the, that's what we're gonna look to pick. Those three. three. All right. So uh you want to go tackle here? That's actually yeah, might as well. Let's pick between one of these three. You know, if I'm looking at just you know my personal big board and like where I have these guys, um I, I have Braden Daniels higher. He's a guard tackle. Um, he's both, 
but then Sal Deveri would be my next guy. So those, if I'm just looking at my own personal rankings, those are the two where I'm like, all right, these two guys. Oh, they took Jair Brown. The Raiders, they, they the Raiders are listening to our show. All right, AI. I see what's going on because I wanted to go safety here. All right. I see what they're doing. All right. So we went tackle with our first pick. Uh, let's check the edge. Yeah. Hell yes. Now, I like Nick Herbig, but he's an outside linebacker in a 3-4 defense. Uh, has slow speed. Not sure if he'll fit big with the 49ers, even though he's available. He's ranked high. Don't think he's a good fit. K.J. Henry was one of the last players that they brought in. Oh, they excuse me. They had a meeting with him. I think it was via Zoom or whatever just a couple of days ago. There's a possibility he could be somebody that could candidate. And you know I love Yaya Diaby because he's going to give you production from the outside. I'm talking sacks on sacks. And you know what he brings? Speed. Uh, John, any edge rushers you like? Yeah, yeah. I'm so high on yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. There let's do go. it. Bam. All right. So we did what John and I did is what the 49ers typically would do if they had like first or second round picks and they needed edge. They always go, they always go uh trenches. They always go in the trenches. Like they look for those two positions when they need. And so we address the tackle, we address the edge. John wants to look at tight ends. We can I get crazy. Look... You want to get crazy? Let's get crazy. Let's go Google for Cocoa Puffs, John. Let's do it, man. You see, he just X'd out on tight end quick as soon as he said that. As you soon as you right. said, let's go crazy, let's I go, thought man. of the little purple guy. All right. So <laughs> looking at value, I like Corey Trice, big guy. Marvin Mims is a wide receiver. Why do I feel Love like him. we're going to go wide receiver here, John? I love Marvin Mims. I love Marvin Mims, John. He's he's pretty freaking fun. He's pretty fun. Schoonmaker is there. I'm just Dwayne McBride is there. Roshan Johnson is there. But Jamie a lot Robinson of guys is there too. Oh. Yeah. This your call, man. You, you're making this choice here. Oh, I get to make the choice. Yeah, this you making this choice right, right here. Let me just. I, I gotta look at the safeties, man. I, I I really feel like I know we addressed. We're probably gonna address the safeties a little bit later. But when I look down and I look at the depth of the safeties, there's guys. Brandon Joseph is there. Quindell Johnson is there. These Anthony are guys Johnson's that, there from A&M. Uh, Javarius Owens is there. We can get a safety later, John. I Does agree. It, yeah. All right. So I just needed you to agree. All right. Unless you're high on Anthony Johnson. Like, if you really I like, like that Anthony guy. Johnson, but he's just he's the Jimmy Ward 2.0 guy. Like, he's not going to get you the interceptions, but he's going to make sure he's rapping, he's tackling, he's in on every play. Is that what we want, or do we want playmakers? Do we want ball hawks? I'm playmakers. I'm always playmakers, man. I want to look at the other wide receivers. Michael Wilson is there out of Stanford. They have been looking at a bunch of Stanford uh, players, uh, Kayshawn Booty is there. Uh, Xavier Jeez. Hutchinson is there. Charlie Jeez. Jones is there. Oh, Bryce Ford Wheaton is there. <clears throat> what do you want? Raheem Jarrett is there. This is interesting. Uh, I like. I don't know why I want to draft Marvin Mims. I, I don't know. He's why. my highest wide receiver available by far, by far. But what do you got to? I mean, he's he's a tiny Brandon Ayuk, right? Tiny Brandon Ayuk, John. Yeah. Do we go tight end here? Brent Strange is my top tight end. Josh Weil. Is Josh Weil gone? I think he is. Nope, he's no, not. He's still there. But they're low on him. So Josh Weil's always there on PFF. So let's don't do him. I do him too often. Uh, Brenton Strange would make the most sense. I, I've got a third-round grade on him. So why Brenton Strange over Schoon? 
Um, I think that he's the problem with Schoon with me is age, athleticism, and he's not like an ace of anything. He's just really good at everything. Brent Strange is an ace of physicality, body size, blocking, all those things. Now, he Brent Strange is just a bulldozer too. So like he's just kind of a tough physical and scores touchdowns like crazy. Schoonmaker does more things, but I think Brent Strange, you can hang your hat on a few things that, like, these are elite traits. Okay. But I All like right. them both. I love them both. Like, I have them two spots from each other on my tight end rankings. Like, not I'm, – I'm a Shoemaker guy. Um, Tajay I mean, Spears there. Tajay Spears is smacking. <laughs> the only thing you're not <laughs> – The only thing you don't get from Tajay Spears that I've been adamant on – is like zero to 40 speed and so do i do i value football speed playmaking ability and all of that type of stuff over the one the home run speed because i'm looking at keaton mitchell that's home run speed i feel like israel abinaconda home run speed but who would be the better back for the niners it's your call there. Come on, man. You're, you're the running backs coach, and you feel like there's one of those guys that, you know, stands out that you just got to have. We went tackle and edge. We went trenches It's got to be Tajay Spears. I got to go with Tajay Spears, I man. I, I knew you would. I, 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 don't, I don't want the 40 speed, like, and, 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 and I did it, God dang it. And look what I got, <laughs> mother suckers. A mother freaking A minus on the Spears pick. Y'all can eat go. it and weep it or whatever they say in that damn saying. And they will. They will. I'm telling you, this boy is dynamic. You had to see it in person. I'm telling you. Like, all they did, John, was talk about Tajay Spears. And I'm like, how does this kid keep making plays? Like, like they throw it to him, playmaking. Route running, playmaking, pass protection, playmaking, running between the tackles, playmaking, getting stopped in the backfield, shaking guys off, playmaking. The smallest guy in the field, still playmaking. I understand he had the injuries, but he looked really damn good at the Senior Bowl. And we just talked about Senior Bowl players with Senior Bowl results get drafted. Let me ask you this. I have two questions about this. Number one, if you get Tajay Spears, that somebody's got to go. So which running back is not going to make the roster or is going to get traded? It's gonna see that's what I I think the 49ers showed us something about their running back situation. They don't care if they mess up. They don't care if somebody didn't work out. If you get outperformed, your ass is gone. Yeah. And 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 we watched that. We watched a third round pick that the 49ers used. It was a comp pick, but they used it anyway to get a running back, and we watched him get Audi 5,000. And so he got beat out. Now, Tajay Spears is going to bring physicality. He's going to bring playmaking ability. And if he can pass protect like I said he could, there's a possibility that they move on from a TDP guy because Tajay Spears can break tackles too. There's a possibility that they trade Elijah Mitchell and keep all the young guys because they're on cheaper contract. Like it's there's just so many things they can do. I think the running backs, there's one running back that the 49ers are are, are zoned in on because they got to pay money, but they want to keep Christian McCaffrey fresh. And so the best way to do it is to give him some dynamic help in the in the in the running back stable. Okay, so next question about this running back pick. Do you remember the room in Vegas 
when they announced Ty Davis Price. Do you remember the room? Do I remember how, the room? The room. How everybody reacted. The the room went silent because we were like, "Who? What? When? Where?" I thought they were going to tear that damn why? place apart, man. Yeah. Well, the difference between TDP and Tajay Spears is if they've been watching the Wayne Breezy show or the John the 49ers Rush show, they know who Tajay Spears is. I didn't know who TDP was going into that draft. I'm gotcha. sorry. Gotcha. I, I I didn't know who he was. We had to go up and look up research and, and things like that, you know? And so, I mean, it's a possibility Jordan Mason doesn't make the squad. Like, there's a possibility. Like, that's the whole point. That would point. be so dumb. That would be so dumb. But why would it be dumb, John? Because he proved how great he was. John, like, what did he prove? John he ain't did shit. He didn't Jordan get Mason? He didn't get an opportunity to really do much in the NFL. Right, we, but what he did with his opportunity was incredible. It was amazing, but what if they feel like they could get more better production from a different player? I don't know. I don't want him gone. I'm right. just saying they're saying. going to bring in competition, and if you get outworked, to me, Jordan Mason adds value to this team because what he can do on special teams better than any of the other running backs. He averaged six yards per carry and that's a, shut that's a down the end of the back. game. But it was when they were trying to milk the clock. Like, how many games did Jordan Mitchell put on ice by – I'm sorry, not Jordan Mason put it on ice by himself. Uh, the, but the whole thing was they wouldn't give him the damn ball. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, we kept saying, play him. Like, play him. Let him be the bell cow. Let him carry on yeah. first and second down, and then you mix a, a little Christian McCaffrey in there or put the two running backs out there or three – whatever. They just wouldn't do it. But I think his value on special teams, John – is what really makes him stand out more than TDP, more than Elijah Mitchell. I hate yeah, to I like say that. it. And I, I like, like Elijah Mitchell. I love I him. too. That's why I'm saying, like, is this, you know, again, what's the Niners' philosophy? Is it let's go with the best player on our board? If that's Tajay Spears, so be it. We'll deal with whatever it is. Or do they say, look, we could – who's go again, the question that they always ask, who's going to make this roster? Who's going to make this roster? <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I wouldn't be shocked if it's a third-round running back. I don't like it as much as you do, but I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. So let me ask you this, Wayne. Okay, here we go. What are the chances the Niners take a running back in the third round? If you had to put a percentage on it, your it's opinion, like, what you it's, think. It's 50-50. It's, it's a 50-50. A, it's every year, it's 50-50. Yeah, every year. Because of the way they use Think about what the 49ers do with their running backs. They use their running backs more than any other team in the league. They don't draft bell cows. They don't draft they draft specific running backs with specific skill sets like Liam Nielsen. They draft those kind of running backs, right? And then they end up getting dinged up, banged up, and then they can't play. So they gotta make sure they have a plethora of guys. The question is, the question you should be asking me is if they don't trade any of these running backs, which one of these mother truckers will be able to make it to the practice squad? That's the question they didn't cut jordan mason for a reason and it's the reason john chapman was talking about his whole damn last season oh, he was a monster he was a monster and if they would have cut him oh my gosh somebody would have picked him up he would have got utilized it would have been our loss they weren't going to make the caden smith mistake again they weren't going to do it they just yeah. weren't going to do it so they stashed them they found a way to utilize them they found ways to, to say hey tdp you hurt this week dog TDP, like, I'm not hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? The question is, if they draft a running back and they don't release a running back, where's this running back going to go? 
Who are they going to cut? It can't be TDP. Somebody's going to pick him up. I think you're right. Now you're losing whoever you drop, though. Everybody loves Niners running backs. Miami will pick up whatever Niners running back, known to man. It doesn't matter. If they have access to him, they're going to. I think one of the biggest trades ever was that Jeff Wilson for a fifth rounder. They got, man, we fleeced him. Gosh, man, that was such a great trade. That's that. that <laughs> Listen, I remember people being upset about that trade. And I they was were like, pissed Whoa. about that trade. Like, really? Go look and see what Jeff Wilson did the rest of the year. I, I, I will say, I will say this. Uh, I, I'm, I, the running back situation is going to be tricky, but the one person that Kyle Shanahan loves on this team more than anybody else is Bobby Turner. Yep. And he's and back. If, and if Bobby, and he back back. And if Bobby Turner says, Kyle, there's a guy. Now, again, running backs can drop. And so that doesn't mean that they're going to use a third-round pick. Tajay Spears can go to the fifth round. Or he could be in the fourth round, and they like him, and they trade up to go get him. So there are just different ways of things happening. You know what I'm saying? John, what a great show. Uh Awesome. I was glad I was glad to do that so people can see what players still may be available. Again, it's a mock draft simulator. It's a computer, you know, th- doing computer things. We don't know how it's going to go. We've seen these simulators go far to the left. How many players went in the first round? We didn't. We haven't even seen in a mock draft. And so, very interesting. John, what are you most excited about tonight, baby? I'm most pumped. One, the 49ers are going to add new players, and I can't wait to start breaking down film, man. I'm sure I've done some film on these guys already, but I want to see how they fit, what the Niners' thoughts are. I'm so pumped, man. This is a great day for the 49ers fans. Almost every NFL team should be getting at least one player today. This is going to be exciting. I'm so pumped, man. I'm so pumped. Hey, John, uh, as of right now, the 49ers haven't drafted. The Rams haven't drafted. Between the Cardinals and the Seahawks, which team is leading the NFC West in the draft? Uh, in the draft only? In the uh, draft only, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had to say only players picked so far, you got to go Seahawks. I love Paris Johnson in a first next year. I would take Paris Johnson in a first next year over Jackson Smith and Jigba and Devin Witherspoon. So Cardinals, I, I'm going to give my tip of the cap to the Cardinals, man. On the poll question, 63% of the faithful say that the 49ers do not trade up to round two. They do no. not trade up nope. to round two. I would have been one of the 63% had I had a chance to vote. Thank I don't geez. think that they trade up as well. John, I had a great time. Can you take us home, baby? Dude, you're the best, Wayne. Uh, I just really appreciate all that you bring, man. It's incredible. Uh, we we, how, we were Our show was like four and a half hours yesterday, it last fun, night. Though. Wake up tired as hell. We show up. You bring the energy. You're yelling. You're doing all these things, and I freaking love it. The positivity. Um, just thank you, man. It's absolutely incredible. The community's awesome. Today's a great day. Wayne, thank you for letting me be on your show. Appreciate everything. And until next time, I want to do it the way I always do it. Stay strong, faithful. Love you guys, man. Thanks for watching. <laughs>
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.